today. You're gonna get an, uh, not an old, you're gonna get a previously recorded podcast, but it's only from last week. So not to worry. And you didn't hear it anyway. Um, a emotionally and psychologically bright young lady named Kerrigan from Perrysburg High School. She and her friends have put together a mental health effort um, to acknowledge a former Perrysburg High School student. And uh, Kerrigan will be here shortly. Well, they've already been here. But I will play for you shortly um, her visit here with Jamie, Jamie Matzinger, who has been by the studio a bunch of times with a bunch of different things. And she is now doing um, lots of outreach with Harbor. And she's hooked up with Kerrigan and her team at Perrysburg High School. Um, Kerrigan had a, um, a test anxiety issue. And she did not mind or flinch with me peppering her with questions, asking what was it like, how she got over it, how she manages it, how she manages it, what she tells friends. Kerrigan and Jamie along shortly. Some other things to get to first. Do you know what tomorrow is? It's my dad's birthday. And uh, it's the same, it's the same rigmarole. It's the same dance every year for me and everybody. What do we get for dad? Because if we th- there's a there's a Barry tax, but it works the re- it works the reverse of an actual tax. If we say, and my dad doesn't like really doing the the headaches of like Phillies games or the Sixers in the playoffs, it it's a huge headache, and it becomes actually kind of costly. I could buy in the tickets, and it's forty dollars to park, and that's probably far away, and it's a headache. Um, that's why I bought him a big TV a bunch of years or so ago so we could enjoy it at home like like a normal person like me. Um, but uh, let's say I bought him Philly tickets. Not as much of a headache, but if Paul and I chipped in for like a really good pair of tickets for him and whoever, we he would pay us back the amount of the tickets and add some to it. Like it's a reverse tax. Like let's say I bought the tickets. They were $110. He would give me $110 and probably 20 on top of that to dissuade me from um, buying him gifts in the future. It is really hard to to buy him a gift. You can't buy because, like I said, the Barry tax will come into play. To get, that's a, that's a different thing. Even if we just like wanted to pay for him and Terry to go out to dinner and they didn't even know about it, he would somehow pull that rope and figure it out. I did ask for something. It might have come off a bit too self-centered, but uh, I think my dad just knowing it, us knowing it's his birthday, um, and us not being—I don't know—I don't know what to get him. Our our relationship is completely fine. Me and my dad, Paul, and my dad—it's all good. It doesn't require um, a birthday gift. And in fact, some of the only way—the only way that I know it's my birthday—is other people tell me, and my dad says, "Look out for your mail." Anyway, um, roundabout school was yesterday with the Lucas County engineers, and. 20 people showed up. I, I read two quotes in the blade about it. One was a 64-year-old woman who said it was very helpful. And then there was another quote from an 80-year-old woman. I have long thought that um, we should be giving driver's tests to uh, elderly people. Um, you might be able to see, but how's your reaction time? Um, so there, there's one-tenth of the amount of people, there's 10% of the people that went, 20 people went. So my suggestion, and someone else threw their, this out there when I put it on social, how about you offer this once a month, once a quarter, and hype it up a little bit more? Because I know that there are way 
more than 20 people in Lucas County who need help manipulating, uh, traversing a roundabout. Good luck to everybody that is uh, running Glass City Marathon on Sunday. It looks like it'll only be 50 or so, which I think is better for runners. Uh, runners like coming to the Glass City Marathon because it's not scorching hot. And I guess the warmer it is, the hotter it is, the tougher it makes a run. Um, I'm on the uh, Toledo Reddit page a lot, looking for content and ch- chipping in my opinion. And uh, today, somebody put up uh, a request. What's a great bar with a patio? And I snarkily said, well, this is going to get at least 50 responses. Because guess what? This, they're like the same questions every week. I'm coming into town. Where should I go? I don't know. Read the pinned post at the top. And then somebody uh, somebody said... Um, Something about me sounding like a, a real jerk. I listen to you on the radio, and uh, you seem... I bet you're a real jerk in person. They deleted the comment, but I still saw it. And I sent them a... I was like, hey, let's... Why don't you find out in person? Let me buy you some coffee, and we'll talk it out. Maybe I'll get an answer back. But I did see that uh, a lot of people in the Toledo Reddit page have been waiting for the Kieran Asian Mart to open up. Uh, I guess it's been soft, softly opened... Uh, tomorrow is the grand opening. Probably some really delicious sushi. Uh, they're going to have a full kitchen and food court. Uh, similar to something that's up in the Ann Arbor area and something like in Cleveland as well. But I guess the Ann Arbor one is the better um, analog. And they hope once all is said and done, which I'm guessing is soon, they will have over 15,000 items in stock. Coming up on Friday night, it is the beginning of hopefully what will be another long Hopefully this time, title run in the Kelly Cup playoffs for the Walleye. First two games are at home against the Indy Fuel Friday and Saturday. Uh, And then they will not be home again until like May 1st if those games are needed. It's two here, three there, two here to wrap up if needed. Indy's not that far of a ride. You tell me. Four hours? Five hours? I would not be surprised to see a reasonable contingent of Walleye fans make it to... um, the indie game. The game's at Indy. Um, today, the uh, the only in Ohio people um, sharpened their blades and got it out viciously. They could not wait. They were looking at the forecast. They knew it was going to be chilly today. They knew there was a chance of snow. And when that first flake hit, they got out their tweets. They got out their text messages. They hit socials, whatever. They yelled it from the top of... The tallest building in Toledo, whichever one that that is. Only in Toledo do we have a high of 85, a record high of 85 on Friday and 45 on Monday. Um, by the way, I should have added another adjective in there. Um, they inaccurately screamed. Only in Toledo does this happen. Um, when Ross Ellett threw up a post earlier about how would you explain this weather pattern in just three words? Hot then cold. It is okay. No big deal. For most people, they would go only in Toledo. Again, inaccurately. Um, that's it. I got a bunch of other things. It's been a busy like week at where we have new guy at work. New guy at work. Um, he is technically he is my boss. He has allowed me to be collaborative with him, but uh, I'm doing my best to, to help him along. So things have been a little busier than normal, which is not a bad thing. Busy for me beats bored. 
So let's dive into a really good conversation with an emotionally and psychologically bright young lady named Kerrigan and Jamie from Harbor. I would like to welcome into the studio Jamie, who uh, who we had to catch back up because there's you know it's COVID times. You were here in pre-COVID times. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Good to be here. Uh, and thank you for bringing us Kerrigan from Perry, Perrysburg High School. Thank you for uh, having me. We will get to what you are up to in just a moment. But uh, Jamie, you're with Harbor. Tell me a, a place that is near and dear to my heart. I'm always trying to help out all of our places that are trying to help people um, find some help. And as you know, it's more than ever before. People are seeking help. Whatever people come to me and i'm so thankful that they they do um hey who can i go talk to i'm like it's not a who at this point it's really can you wait like maybe six weeks six months because it's a long wait and i'm so happy it's a it's a bad good problem to have people are really invested in their mental health now they're not taking it for granted but there's a wait to get in to see people right there is a small wait at times, sure, and we have a lot of different services, so depending on the service, you know, there may be even less of a wait time. So we always encourage people, please call our access line, um, and it's because of advocates for mental health like you that the stigma is decreasing, and that's what we love. So thank you for what you're doing, because um, we know you are here, you care, you talk about it a lot, and we appreciate you too. But yeah, we definitely do have... Um, you know, a lot of people calling in for help, and we are absolutely grateful for that because that's one more person we can help every call that is made in. We're helping the community. What are what are some of the, and you do marketing and outreach for Harbor, correct? I do. All right, we check that box. I will see you at the NAMI walk. Yeah, yeah? Yes, absolutely. May 20th, we'll be at, uh, on the new building at Secor, uh, the new NAMI building. Great. All right, we knocked that out of the park. Uh, what, you mentioned some services that people might be able to get in sooner than they think. Let me know what are those so that I can pass that message along. Right. So one of the main ones that I would love to share with you is our women's residential centers. That's one where if you are a female, you're 18 and older, you're struggling with substance abuse, we have plenty of services there that can help and two residential centers, one, um, you know, we have Lucas and Wood County and even mothers who have young children between the ages of zero and five can stay with them while they receive the care. And that's really unique yeah. to the area. And I think really important. It's really needed. So that is one of the main services. If I mean, women reach out to us, call our access line because we're ready. We have beds open um, and services ready to share to help you out. Yeah, maybe one of the things that was slightly overlooked, because obviously a lot has gone on in the last three years, one of them has been domestic situations have increased. And a lot of that can be attributed to alcohol, substance abuse, and whatnot. So I'm glad that we have something like that. And I'm even more glad that the kids can come with them, because I know we have a lot of shelters. They're willing to help people, but there are certain rules in place where X, Y, or Z can't come with them. So that's great to hear. Um, you have a variety of locations all over the area as well, right? We do. We actually have over 20 locations. So we're definitely serving the community in lots of areas. And there's also telehealth appointments. And I think that has helped even post-COVID you know, yeah. times. I think that still helps people for convenience sake. So it's available. Um, any? What about like maybe getting to some of these locations? Are there any... What's the word? Not perks or benefits, but ways you got outside of telehealth, uh, travel, ways to get people there. Do you have any access in that regard? In some of the services and specific to um, youth, we mm -hmm. do. So, yes, definitely Good. ask us about those services. And um, depending on what you're looking for, we may be able to set you up with that. I don't want to call these things miracles, but I know that a lot of people who are just 
on their mental health journey, um, they, they think that there's a lot asked of them, but there are so much access and availability that you'd be surprised, like you've just illustrated, how much people like yourself and others are willing to help people in need. And all these things are out there and you might never know about it until you make that first phone call, that email, that contact. And you see it's a heck of a lot easier and a lot less scary than you might have thought. It is, and it's all of us talking about it, right? Yeah. So having someone be an advocate for it and say, hey, you know, and we've heard this phrase before, it's okay to not be okay, mm-hmm. right? And ours is everyone needs help sometimes. Yeah. Right? Because we all do. So that's our, our piece that we want to share with everyone is everyone needs help sometimes. So please call. You uh, brought Kerrigan here. Hi, Kerrigan. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Jamie, do you want to talk about how Kerrigan wound up in the studio here? Yes. So Kerrigan is in a club, and it's a service club, right, at Mm -hmm. Perrysburg High School. And a group of students started Harbor Walk for Hope a few years ago now. And um, we're so excited to be a part of this event because teens care about mental health. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kerrigan can tell us why, why they got involved with Harbor, why they chose us. And it was one student in a classroom assignment a few years ago that began this walk. And we're so grateful to be a part of it and to have Kerrigan and her fellow club members help us out. Kerrigan, tell me about that student and that class. We had a student and they had a a call to action assignment. Mm -hmm. And his call to action was to make a walk for harbor because he's had mental health issues and they helped him a lot so he wanted to give back um and all the students liked it so much that they made it a club and now we do it every year and he kind of just wanted to share that it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to like not be ashamed and let people know about it so that's kind of why we do it every year and he's actually coming back to talk so he's in college now but he's going to come back to the walk you don't have to give his name but tell us a little bit more about this uh this brave young soul who like me doesn't care about the stigma he seems like he just wanted to get help what were some of his symptoms what did he share with you guys and Um, what what was maybe um the thing that put him over the edge where he went to his mom or dad and said i i want to talk to somebody yeah i'm not exactly sure because i am only a sophomore so i wasn't in the club when it was he doesn't have he doesn't have a legend that written on the wall in scripture no, or anything it's okay sadly. it's okay but i do know that he was struggling and it definitely helped him and possibly saved his life so it definitely was a big help and uh, that's why he wanted to give back well thank you for doing this um what what brought you into the fold do you have a close connection to it uh do you have any symptoms or things that you care to share um i do struggle with anxiety but i joined the club because i really like the aspect that we plan the fundraisers rather than just signing up for service and getting it done. Mm -hmm. So you can actually follow all the steps and see all the process and meet everyone that you're actually helping. And it's really great to see them and their reactions when you can actually give them the money that we raise. So I really liked that. And I really like that we do that um, walk for hope because, you know, I struggle with anxiety and I know a lot of people do but they don't like to talk about it, and I'm pretty open about it. So it kind of just gets the message out there that it's okay. And we're hoping to have a lot more people. This year we're going to have stations with all kinds of yoga and art and kind of stuff to de-stress. So as a family, you can kind of talk about these issues in a fun way. We'll get to these details shortly, but you have uh, 
piqued my curiosity since you're willing to talk about this. And if I hit a point where you're like, that, eh, you can just tell me that. Okay. Um, what is your anxiety like? So I have test anxiety. So when I have to take, for example, a math test, I get pretty stressed out. My heart's racing, all of that. Um, it got really bad over COVID because we were all online and you could leave the Zoom meeting when mm -hmm. you finished the test. So I could see all the people logging off and it stressed me out because, you know, I don't want to be the last person to finish the test. So when I moved here and I started high school, it got worse and I got a diagnosis and I had a separate setting and I also get extra time because, you know, like everyone's getting up and leaving and I'm still working and it gets you flustered and then I don't finish the test. So when this test anxiety was getting to you, what was the point where you decided to talk to your mom or dad or whoever, um, say, I, I want to get help with this? Or did um, they notice it? Well, my mom also struggles with it, so she kind of noticed it. But my grades started to drop a little bit, which is kind of abnormal for me. So then they were like, well, maybe we should talk to a teacher. And then the teachers, I mean, they weren't really helpful. So we had to go to a doctor and then that's when we could actually take more steps. What, and, and, and this is me prodding because you talking about these things will help someone else talk about them. But again, you can tell me to just shut the heck up whatever you want, um, if you feel uncomfortable. When you went to this appointment, it was, uh, it was an intake. What kind of things did they ask you? Um, they just asked me why I thought I needed a diagnosis, kind of how I felt when I took tests and all that stuff. I mean, I kind of already knew, so I could kind of go to them and tell them exactly what was wrong i know some people can't do that yeah but she was actually really helpful and she kind of went through like different steps that we could take to figure out what would make me more comfortable and i also have to go to a meeting every year and i can kind of choose what i want to make me more comfortable in school sure um what were some of the the suggested steps um did they did you work with any counseling or psychologists uh, to to kind of build some coping skills? Or because I can throw some things at you right away, and I'm wondering if they they shared the. Do you, are you familiar with CBT? Does you know, mm -hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy? No, uh, I'm pretty standard to do stuff like this. In fact, when I got my diagnosis in like 2005 or so of bipolar two, um, when you talk about suicide, they hone in on the depression. But I had no idea my anxiety um which you know they say oh you're just high strong was undiagnosed for a, for a very long time it was actually burning up my my body um i didn't have text anxiety or anything like that but i would get the uh hey we need to talk email and i would my my needle would get pinned it would be i would think of all the worst things in the world and it was literally destroying my body and i was fortunate enough i actually stumbled into the right medication for me but when i got the initial diagnosis i I'm an infovore and I dug in and I was able to teach myself a lot of these skills like uh, what's the worst that could happen? And you just I run that through my head, all these CBT techniques um, that would help me get through some of it. And I definitely need the medication to amplify those those muscles, but this stuff works. What are some of the things that have worked for you? Um, they suggested, you know, just stress toys and that kind of stuff and just like breathing tactics. And I've tried that, I've done that since I was in elementary school, but I feel like the medication definitely helped me 
because I actually needed like that to slow my heart rate yeah. and everything. But there have been times I've forgotten to take it on the day of a test. So just breathing and kind of like, you know, it's just a test. There will be more. So if I bomb it, I can always take another one. And you can always come back from it. So kind of just telling myself that kind of stuff definitely helps a lot. That's what I was throwing at the kids when I was at your school a couple weeks ago because I wasn't going to sit and talk to them about radio. They have no idea what that is. But some life lessons and some mental health things are are easy to share. And I know that a a lot of kids your age, look, we all had it in school. We had test anxiety to different degrees. But you don't get to learn these things until you wind up in therapy or counseling or like me. I just went on this journey myself. And I always try to share with kids like with what you're dealing with is like ask, talk to yourself as you would talk to your best friend who you deeply care about. You would never say, Jamie, you suck. You are going to bomb this test. You're going to be like, Jamie, you, you got this. You're going to, you're going to work her up and give her confidence. And then to, it's, it's really hard to be rational and logical. And that's why, like you said, I needed my medication so I could really flex these muscles. It was like stepping back and going, why, why am I anxious? Like, uh, did you say it was math tests you struggled with? Yeah. I sucked at math too. I just mailed in geometry. Um, but it, like it was for something else and my anxiety would pop up. It's like, Eric, you, you know, you love history. Like you do really well in this class. Have you, have you studied? And and this is me talking to myself. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a, a lot, maybe almost too much. So, well then what are you worried about? What if I, what if all that stuff leaves my brain during the test? Well, you just studied your butt off. And like, if you want to be anxious, be anxious because you didn't prepare for a test. And we've, we've all been there. And those little tricks, they've helped me. And I, I hope they help others. And it seems like you've learned some of them as well. Yeah, for sure. Are you able to help your friends? Um, A little bit, yeah. Um, Just suggesting the kind of stuff that I do. I don't have a lot of friends who come to me with super big problems like that but they definitely have before so just suggesting like just breathe you know it doesn't matter as much kind of stuff it, like that it, I know you guys are under a, a lot of pressure more so mm-hmm. than, than Jamie and J- Jamie and I were everything seems like the end of the world um, from the pressure from all corners but I'm glad you're able to have that attitude like I work in radio Nobody dies if the station goes off the air. Nobody, your your life is not over if you bomb a test. And I'm, I hope your parents are supportive. Like, look, we have all been there. I have projects I have to work for. And sometimes I work my butt off. I prepare, I practice, I'm ready. And something just doesn't go your way. There is a, there's a line of like, you can, sometimes you can do everything right and be totally prepared and still lose. That is not a failing. That is just life. I'm glad you have that perspective at your age, and I hope you can continue to share that with your friends when they come to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, let's talk about this walk. We're coming up on May 6th, right? We Jamie, are. give me some of this. Yes. Yeah, so it is at Woodlands Park in Perrysburg on May 6th from 10 to noon. You can go online and register. So if you want to pre-register, it's just $5 an individual or $10 for a household to walk with us. Go around to those stations, do the activities that these students have set up. There's going to be food and music and just positive mental health information, right? Which is something that we all need. Um, And for five bucks, do it. Have a fun day. We're hoping for awesome weather. But if not, it is a rain or shine event. Yes, like this. I think uh, we all, I want to find a person. 
I'm going to find a person who's like, you know what? I know there are people who are not ready for this temperature yet, and I get it, but this is far better than the doldrums of winter lingering. Like, I've never heard of seasonal affect disorder in reverse where, you know, I just can't stand the sunshine in the spring. We all need the sun far more than we need clouds and cold. But. I'm ready for the flip-flops, okay? Yeah. I'm ready. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Much easier than tracking salt and everything else into the house in your boots, right? That's right. May 6th. Is there any place online people can... I see a QR code. What uh, what, uh, what digital aspects can people tap into or look up online, socials, to find out more? All the Harbor socials you can go to, any of those platforms, we're on all of them, as well as harbor.org on our news and events page. So harbor.org is the best place to go to pre-register. Awesome. Kerrigan, what is your, uh, show me your, your breathing techniques. Um, and I know that might, might not translate well over audio, but I can make this, I can make it work. Like, so I scuba dive okay. and you have to breathe in order to not die. save your air. <laughs> so kind of just like imagining I'm underwater also because I really enjoy scuba diving. So just like. She's breathing in. She's breathing out. Just like that. Can I add a layer to that that I have learned over the years that helps yeah. me? Um, and I, I think that there is physiological science behind this. There's nothing wrong with that. And I always tell people, um, whatever works, works. Just don't swap one bad vice for another. Like I try to use the funny example of, if you want to sit Indian style in your living room with peanut butter on your earlobes and it makes you feel good, don't do it around my dogs, but keep at it. Do what works for you. Um, let, let's do this. So work with me here. We're going to breathe. We're going to breathe in real long. Hold it. Now breathe out slower than you breathed in. There is like some science that supports that this really like slows down the anxiety. There is a number technique like four, six, eight to do that. But as long as you breathe out through your mouth slower than you breathed in and you do that pause, um, it can be extremely helpful. Thanks for visiting today. Thank you. Last question. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. This is my thing. It's either this, dogs, or that's it. Tell me about scuba diving. How did you get into that? So my whole family scuba dives, and you can get certified when you're 10. So I lived in Florida when I was 10, so it was perfect. And I was like, Mom, I want to get certified. And she was kind of nervous because I had a lot of problems with like anxiety and stuff like that. So she was kind of nervous. I'd freak out. But I did all the work book work I had to do it usually you get a week I had to do it in three days so I read this whole book I locked myself in my room finished it and then I took the little exam and then we went on vacation and I did all the pool work all the ocean stuff and I got certified so now every year we go on little scuba diving trips that's incredible really fun we're in Florida where did you live um I lived in South Florida um over by Fort Lauderdale got it I lived I lived in Orlando okay um and I missed the ocean a heck of a lot yeah um let me let, let I had a I have a I have a friend and I had the opportunity to do a TED talk do you know what that is yeah um I had the opportunity to do that like five and a half years or so ago, and I, I met a really good dude. He's uh, his name is Alex Getz. He's a wildlife uh, filmmaker here in the area, and he has been all over the earth uh, shooting like National Geographic type stuff. He has been like yards from African beasts that would eat him, and in the water with like sharks and stuff. And we were both kind of like talking about getting ready for our TED talk, and he's like, "I am." petrified. I'm like, dude, 
you were six feet from a lion that would eat you, a bunch of slightly tipsy Toledoans should not be anything to worry about. <laughs> um, one more thing I want to throw at you, if mm-hmm. I may. You uh, blew through that study. How fast did you get through that study? Like three days. But it was more like 10 days worth of work? Yeah. Because you loved it, right? Yeah, and it you was wanted- a big workbook, but I basically, from I woke up and I read the book and then I went to sleep for three days. Because you were excited. Yeah. This is something you really wanted. Yeah, I love it. I am going to I'm gonna ask you to try something. Um, look, we all have things that we hate. We we got to do things that we hate because it's just life, work, school, whatever. But I'm going to I'm going to challenge you. What can you take from that experience and how you got through it and apply it to maybe powering through some of those math tests? And you don't have to give me an answer. I'm just going to challenge you. Okay. Okay. Thanks for coming in today. It was really good to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Awesome. Uh, Jamie, one more time. Harbor stuff anywhere. Harbor news events. And that's it for May 6th, right? Harbor.org. You got it. Awesome.